0: What you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh.
1: Welcome to the Entrepreneur Exchange on The Mesh Podcast Network, a monthly conversation about startups and small business with ideas, tools, and advice to operate your business more effectively. On today's show, you need to protect your business, so we're breaking down insurance for your business. What risks are out there, and how can you protect yourself? Our guest is Brian Garrison with On Point Insurance Consulting to explain it to us. We'll also have our Small Business of the Month feature, where we'll be recommending some interesting businesses that you should be checking out. My name is Jeff Newville. I'm your co-host. I'm director of the Small Business Center at Catawba Valley Community College in Hickory, North Carolina. I'm joined by my co-host, Gary Muller who is Executive Dean of Economic Development and Continuing Education at Catawba Valley Community College. Gary, did I get that right? So close. Uh. Corporate education, but it is continuing education. All right, I'm gonna, It's okay. I'm gonna, We've I'm only gonna. been
2: working together for a decade.
1: And, and during that <laughs> time, you've had many different titles. Yes, you actually even in the last year. So, so yes. I, you, know, you did great. Cut me some slack. No, I'm very pleased. Okay, you're doing all right.
2: I'm doing great. 70 degrees it feels like today
1: in in beautiful western north carolina we've got a beautiful close to spring day here in early march we hope that you're enjoying some nice weather wherever you are yes and
2: getting near the end of the regular season of acc basketball and congratulations your carolina tar heels are on a roll and my wake forest team is Won three times as many games as they did last year. Well, I,
1: I, and yeah, your my expectations in college basketball might be higher than yours. So, so, so we won six last year. We've won twenty two, and yeah, we're, we're rolling with some some bumpy tires. It's not mm-hmm. a very it's not a it's not been a pleasant roll. But I do appreciate your sentiment. So that, that is the perspective
2: because you have the exact same record as we do. Okay, and well, you're I've, not as happy as I am.
1: This is not, <laughs> not when it comes to college basketball. We're that's not right. so. Well, we're we're fortunate today to have a guest with us. Uh, we've got uh, Brian Garrison. Brian, how how you doing today?
0: Fantastic! My well, favorite time of the uh, year, March Madness.
2: Okay, yeah, and it's a beautiful day, like we said.
1: Well, uh, Brian, you you've uh, spent twenty years as an insurance agent working with both residential and commercial clients. Uh, you work with business owners, professionals across the state of North Carolina. You are a graduate of Appalachian State University. Uh, you've, got, you've been licensed to sell a, bro- a broad variety of uh, insurance. You have several designations which look very official and important from uh, uh, the Life Underwriter Training Council Fellow and Financial Service Specialist. You're also a Financial Service Specialist. Uh, you're a member of the National Association of Insurance and Financial Advisors. You've done all this, and you've also started your own business, uh, On Point, uh, which is a professional insurance consulting service business as well. So, congratulations to you on on all those things. Thank you. Looking Thank to, you. Forward to hearing more about your business. Yeah, well, Thank you. Well, tell us, you know, tell us a little bit about uh, uh, On Point and sort of what it does, and and you know, I just skimmed over your background. Tell us a little bit about uh, sure. how you got there. Okay, uh, I was. Born in Morganton. You don't have to give us, like, the whole, whole thing, but go ahead. Ah. (laughs) No, just a Ah. synopsis Ah. here. Ah.
0: Yeah. Uh, So anyway, uh, I went to Western Piedmont Community College, where I got my associate's degree there, and then transferred to Appalachian. Got my business administration degree there uh, with a concentration in marketing. And um, soon after I graduated, I got my insurance license and went to work for a local insurance office here in town uh, selling those broad range of policies and servicing my clients spent the better part of 20 little more than 20 years and right before covid hit uh, my parent had to place both my parents in separate assisted living type facilities so that took an enormous amount of my time for over the next really year to get them placed uh, appropriately and then handle all their financial affairs and whatnot. So that's uh, what I thought might take, you know, three or four months to get them established, really took the better part of a year. And
1: And I'm sure COVID was not helping as you're going through this process. It wasn't.
0: You know, I was uh, telling Gary, during this time, you know, the documentation that we needed to provide a lot of these facilities, they had closed their doors at their physical locations. So we had to submit, you know, Largely everything online, um, and and what usually would have take you know uh, a week for processing took months and months. So uh, with that process, uh, it took the better part of a year to get them settled and you know their home taken care of and their vehicles sold and whatnot. So I knew I wanted to remain in insurance. Uh, But I didn't want to take on the sales portion of that anymore. I didn't want to sell. But I wanted to take on a role of uh, offering education, insights, tips, and kind of work with individuals and businesses in a consultative approach, you know, where I could just, you know, work in these forums and and have an unbiased review with that client. Uh, That way, because we're not representing, not selling any insurance and not, you know, it puts us in a unique position. Really, to, to to kind of advise and uh, and and not have someone you know think that we have an ulterior motive or you know we're we're pushing a certain company because we don't. So we have an unbiased approach, and it's really uh, been beneficial for us.
1: That's great. so, when did you guys when did you officially start your business with On Point uh, Consulting?
0: Uh, been about nine months ago. Okay. Today, yeah.
1: so it's still relatively yeah. new. No, relatively new. Yeah. Okay. How well, did you
2: pick the title of your business? Uh, just
0: thought it was cool. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I was yeah, say, I like it. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's, yeah, awesome. yeah, um, you That's
1: know. the sort of sophisticated answer we want people well, to hear on our podcast. Yeah. yeah, Brian. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. So it's
1: on point.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just liked it, and then uh, started just kind of um, working with a logo. And my wife and I were we, sh- we sat down and we were like, "Well, man, an arrow would be cool, wouldn't it? Right underneath on point. You know, have mm-hmm. a sleek arrow there." We you know, thought the color we wanted, and when we hired a uh, a web designing company here in town, and um, they come up with the uh, the website design and whatnot, mm-hmm. and uh, really did a nice job. So good deal. Um, uh, over, and then, so over the next year, I wrote a ton of content uh, on my site related to, you know, everything, uh, general liability, workers' comp, home policies, just uh offering those insights and tips mm-hmm. ways to reduce premium, uh, on your car insurance, uh, ways to kind of mitigate, uh, claims, mm-hmm. how to, how to, uh, handle claims appropriately, you know? So a lot of folks, um, I realized there, there's a big gap there. A lot of people aren't really sure what they need, right. You know, these days,
2: but do people know that they need help? They need help. I mean, I know they, 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 know yeah, they know that. Yeah. They know that.
0: Where do I go? Yeah. Where do I go? And, uh, you know, there's two kind of – I saw kind of two issues when I was an agent. One is that a person would go to their agent and they would say, hey, I'm starting a business and I need – I don't know really what I need, but I, I, I'm going to be starting a, a craft free house and whatever it is, right? And then the one risk is – the agent might have only had his or her license for six or seven months, so that person's new and might not understand the full scope of what that small business owner really, really needs. Maybe that, and it unknowingly, unintentionally, but he or she, that agent might say, might think, "Okay, well, I'm just going to write, you know, general liability uh, and a workers' comp on this," when they needed to really cover some more basis you know it, it was deeper than that much more layered than that mm-hmm. so there ha- there's, there's that concern and then there's sometimes the concern seeing a kind of a more senior agent that almost can make the person quote insurance poor you know s- selling add-ons and endorsements mm-hmm. and liability that maybe the client might not need
1: right. well well Brian uh, you know longtime listeners of our podcast know that that our favorite insurance salesman is Ned Ryerson. Yes, uh, so yes. He, Who was not available because once you get to March, he he always goes to Fort Lauderdale for spring break. How old is he now? I don't know, but Sorry, once Ned. he gets down to Fort Lauderdale in spring break, you really can't get a hold of him unless you until he gets arrested, which will happen at some point this month. <laughs> but uh, so we're Many glad of our friends. We're glad that you're here um, because you know, insurance. Not always the most exciting thing. Not always what when someone is opening a business, it's not front of mind. Perhaps it needs to be, or or it needs to be closer to the front of mind than it than it is. So uh, just in when somebody's starting a business, someone might be in business. You know, what sort of what sort of risks are out there that uh, they need to be thinking about that insurance might be able to assist them with.
0: Sure. Well, it, it really is about peace of mind and protection from a lawsuit those two are the cornerstones that a small business owner needs to be thinking okay you know peace of mind and 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 trying to think of always any ways that i can prevent a lawsuit and um you know in in my experience two of the of the most common uh issues that we see is getting that small business to understand that they need to ensure their tools and equipment you know, uh, and on that front, it, I, I've seen this all the time. Uh, a small business owner would come in and take out a inland marine policy on his uh, or her tools and equipment. And then, the, you know, six, eight months down the road, they add three or four major pieces of equipment or tools to their policy or, excuse me, add to their portfolio. And they would forget to contact their agent to add those tools and equipment that they've bought, mm-hmm. you know, three or four months back. Well, if those things get stolen or vandalized, or whatever, they're not covered. So it's really staying on top of that, you know, which is key. Mm-hmm. Proactively, basically inspecting what you should expect. Those kind of things there. Uh, then the other is general liability. You know, basically your you know general liability is a negligence based policy, and um, you know folks that are even selling soaps and candles now, more, more so more people doing uh, Etsy placements, you know. Mm-hmm. So they need to be aware of uh, product liability, you know, because anything that could have the potential to harm someone, you never know. You know, they might buy uh, a particular soap. Mm-hmm. As innocent as that is, right? Soap or or lotion, and that person puts it on their skin, and they break out a rash and what? I mean, you have to think about these things. Right. It could happen. All so right. they need to be aware that hey, that might happen. I mean, I, I, not, I need to have some product liability association.
1: So, 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 distinguish a bit between general liability and, and product liability, or can they be covered under the same umbrella? in yeah. that, you know, some of the clients that that I might work with might be opening, might be renting space somewhere, right? Yeah, and often a landlord will say, you know, a requirement if you're going to rent the space is you have to have some sort of general liability policy, which. Mm-hmm. I assume, not good to assume, that uh, product liability would not be covered by that. That's more if I trip and hurt myself, I've, there, there's some insurance out there so that the landlord and the business owner can't get sued. But you know, in terms of d- distinguishing between general liability and product liability, you know, how do you how do you work with people around that?
0: Sure. Uh, not always, but a lot of times an insurance company will include the product liability portion. Under a general liability policy, not always, but most of them do now. So they they'll ask, or the agent should ask, okay, you know, do some good information gathering and say, okay, what are you making or producing or doing, um, and and then uh, kind of scope it from that point of view. So they're um, a
2: rider on a exactly,
0: show? exactly. You know, for instance, if someone was kind of a handyman working, right? They're you know installing cabinets and building decks. They would just need a general liability policy to cover their acts of negligence, perhaps. Maybe they you know, uh, come out to my house, and they're building a deck, and they finish up and leave. But my wife and to go out there one evening, and uh, we fall on one of the steps going down because he didn't secure something properly. Mm-hmm. Well, that's going back to his general liability policy, we hope. Um, something like that, um, and then again, again, more of the product liability. If someone is at home and they're making, you know, candles and lotions and soaps, you know, those kind of things. I have thing. a she friend would, that's doing that. she or he would want to make sure that they got that. Yeah, product liability there.
2: Workers' comp insurance or workers' comp coverage. Do you cover mm-hmm. that with small businesses?
0: It, it is, and the, and the number there is three or more. As far as the requirement, yeah.
2: My next question: How many do you have to
0: have? Three or more. Yep. And 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 I'll mention this about workers' comp. <laughs> I saw this on more than one occasion. <laughs> Someone, the, a business owner, especially a, a new business owner, will come in, and maybe they're trying to get a particular job, you know, and uh, the the particular. Company that's requesting a copy of their workers' comp policy or general liability, they'll come in, take out the workers' comp policy, and long enough to you know bid on that project, get that job, and then uh, three months, six months down the road, that that job's gone, and they'll cancel that workers' comp policy. What they don't realize is insurance companies charge a major penalty for early cancellation particularly on a workers' comp policy. That's something – it's kind of a gap. Not many people are aware of that, but they think, oh, you know, I don't need it now. I'm, I'm yeah. on to this other job. Well, y- listen, if you paid – if the premium was 1850 for the year, okay, and you come in and you pay just three or $400 to start it, get the job, That that's – it's kind of that fully earned. You need mm-hmm. to be aware of the penalties for cancellation on that policy. So –
1: are, you know, the, are, are there other w- – when you talk about general liability and you said that product liability might be covered under that, you, you know, are, are there you – know, a lot of small businesses might also have vehicles and, and, and those sort of things. Is that, good, is that a separate policy? Can that be covered under, under general liability or how do, you, how do you look at those? Yeah, we things?
0: want to make sure on, on that it's that the person uh, has a business auto policy, the right business auto policy, that it's named correctly too. So uh, and, th- and that's another kind of gap, if you will, is that if you're not staying on top of that and have your insurance reviewed proactively, uh, w- we found that uh, business owners, I'll go back to the tools in a minute. Uh, if, if you're not you know, looking and inspecting your policy to see, oh man did, did we call to get that uh, tool and that big equipment added on, sort of the same thing uh, with that. You know, you need to be proactive with it, make sure it's covered, and, and the name changes. Um, so maybe a, a business starts out uh, as an LLC, starts out. Then they switch maybe eight months down the road to an S-corp. Well, oftentimes that person forgets to contact their insurance company and make that name change. Or re- related to the, what I was speaking just a minute ago, the business auto policy, maybe they start out and they have two drivers, right? Well. Over the next four or five months, the business is growing so fast, and they hire three or four more employees. Well, they need to call in to add those new drivers on. That's another kind of gap. If they're not careful, that to ensure those drivers too.
1: So, so if my business name changes or the wrong person's driving my car, there's a possibility. That's right. Possible or in all likelihood, my claim would be denied.
0: In, in all likelihood, okay. there's going to be an issue there. Okay. Yeah.
2: What about coverage for? People that are working for a small business that are not employees, they're contractors or they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're part time. Mm-hmm. Do they have different types of insurance that you can use? To, like, and they get hurt on a job. Mm-hmm. I'm going back my workers' comp idea. Uh, what kind of insurance? Should yep a business well, that's
0: use? that's another good point, Gary. Because if let's say that the let's say that that a person um, has a workers' comp policy and uh he hires a subcontractor mm-hmm. but that sub does not have his workers comp policy okay uh that could come back on the contract yeah. the general contractor there so he, he needs to be sure that the all the subs that he uses they are fully insured too because it could come back if there's a it could come back to the original gc yeah yeah, yeah.
1: So, so something I get confused about is um, the difference between insurance and being bonded, and when it's appropriate for either of those, and and how does bondage stick in? is it, that play into any of this?
0: Yeah, typically when we hear uh, a person is licensed and bonded, yeah, you know, uh, we usually think of uh, a general contractor, uh, mortgage brokers and uh, auto dealers you know and basically that just protects the client there you know Uh, it's an added layer of protection there that's what that is
1: so 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 if i'm a service provider you know when does it make sense for me to be bonded versus just have some sort of insurance or do i want both you know what's what should i be thinking about in terms of what what's the appropriate thing to secure
0: uh you, you need to be uh both there is 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 the answer there yeah
1: and yeah. if I'm bonded, that provides like a certain dollar amount protection. It,
0: it is, it is. It's a, it's a, When you go to your insurance agent, they'll ask you, you know, uh, what what amount of coverage you want, and then how many employees is that for? And there's kind of like a, um, I dealt a lot with employee dishonesty bond, something like that, mm-hmm. and that was if someone was say cleaning uh, your home. OK, that you'd want to have an employee dishonesty bond if that person comes into your house, starts cleaning and something disappears. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah.
2: This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Right. OK.
1: Yeah, because you know, so I don't, I don't know about you guys. Every now and then, I have someone come do some work on my house, mm-hmm. and and are outside my house on trees or something like that, which could fall on my house. And you know, I, I don't know if I should say, are you bonded, or should I say, do you have insurance, or I am not sure what the right question is to ask.
0: Uh, well, I always tell po- tell folks, make sure do you have a general liability policy, okay, uh, and then are you bonded? Because if they are at least bonded. You've got some protection there.
1: Okay. So, you know, you're you're working with a lot of different people. Are are there certain Mistakes that you see happen more often. I mean, you've mentioned a few in terms of you know if people have some sort of auto policy but don't keep up to date with the drivers or or people put insur- uh, secure insurance on their equipment or tools but they've added things they might forget to uh, keep that up to date. Are there other common mistakes that you see out there that uh, our listeners should be thinking about when they when they consider their insurance needs?
0: One that I saw a bunch over my career uh, as an agent was uh, we'll just use this as an example. Um, someone would come in and, and they'd insure their new vehicle and maybe a new truck, uh, a new F250. And <laughs> they'd get it standard, but then and we'd insure it. and then several months down the road, uh, they would add they'd get customized wheels on it. Or there may be a spoiler on that vehicle and do do a lot of customizations, stereo equipment and whatnot. Well, I can't tell you the times that there, there would be a claim, you know, six months down the road or a year down the road. And that person would call into the office and say, hey, someone stole my stereo or somebody stole my wheels or whatever it is. And we go to look and, well, that's not standard. You didn't, you know, you have to add that in. And endorse those customized equipment. It's a major gap now. Something uh, you know, uh, it's, it's it's a huge, huge gap.
1: So it sounds like communication issues are are some so, of the are some of the biggest challenges. People, it's sort of out of sight, out of mind.
0: That's right. That's right. Communication is is huge, um, and that's kind of uh, what I saw um, throughout my career. Is those gaps in service. And availability Um, people are going to operate especially agents uh, where they're comfortable where they're comfortable and that's auto home and life that's that's where they're going to be operating most of the time a lot of times if someone comes in with a lot of businesses and they need help with you know with with many facets and it's layered general liability workers comp a business auto policy maybe some product liability maybe they need to get bonded that person is very oftentimes reluctant to dive in because they're not comfortable. And they haven't went outside the box to educate themselves or stay on top of that, stay on top of the workers' comp rules and the general liability guidelines. And so if, if a person is not comfortable there, the danger, they're not going to advise you well.
1: So when you say the person, you're really talking about the insurance provider, right. more so than the business owner, right? Yeah, yeah. So. Because
0: you know they're they're coming in depending on sound advice. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's it's it can be a major gap there. Okay.
1: Well, you know, as, as we were saying at the beginning uh, of our conversation, you know, you're. You know, you're you one of these crazy people that started your own business during, during COVID, you know, and, yeah, and you, yeah. you talked a little bit about uh, some of the background. What have been the, what have been the challenges that you faced as, as a new business startup?
0: With us, it's this. When I say this, we don't sell insurance policies. That's been the biggest challenge for us. Because when people hear that, th- their mouths drop. Wait a minute, it's an insurance consulting business, and you don't sell insurance? No. And we talk about this. This is the word that we use, and and I was telling Gary this a few minutes ago, is unbiased. Mm -hmm. We are really positioned in a manner to work with nonprofits, colleges, host a a wide range of uh, webinars and workshops where we educate Offer insights and tips from an unbiased point of view, mm-hmm. and and we really found that people value a second opinion. We support the agent process, fully support the agent process, but we understand that people value that second opinion, a second set of eyes on their policies. You know, so uh, as I mentioned earlier, one realm is that business owner taking it to an agent that's only been there six or eight months and not really realizing the full scope of what that business owner may need. So there could be a gap in, you know, advising correctly there. And then on the other spectrum, that a business owner trying to get started, he could go see a more of a, a different type of agent who's been in the business, say, you know, five or seven years. But there's the challenge, is this person Overselling me? Are they going to make me insurance poor? Um, do I need that endorsement? Do I need that much liability limits? So there's the kind of that medium there where we operate in that is unbiased, and 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 folks, individuals, businesses can come to us and say, "Listen, it's not that I don't trust my agent, but I would like a second set of eyes." And and, and again, with us being unbiased, since we're not representing anybody we can offer that consultation and, and put our eyes, eyes to it and, and offer that advice.
2: So do you do a report, and then do you do recommendations?
0: We do. Our first process is information gathering. Mm-hmm. So we will spend some time over the phone or, you know, whatever, the Zoom, and uh, get a detailed, you know, analysis of the, what they're op- how they're operating. And um, based on that, we, we, we see, okay, it's, it's within our wheelhouse to, to help you. So uh, after that, then we work up a proposal. And then we send that over, and we basically say, okay, uh, here's what we are in agreement to review. We call it, I think, review and recommendations. And uh, we submit that to them. And then if that's agreeable, the, the price and what we're going to review, they would sign a document, send it back to us, and then we start that review process. So, I mean, And then submit a final document to them.
1: I mean, you know, I, I would assume that that you know, part of uh, what you can hopefully provide is you know, if someone has got too much insurance or might be paying too much for insurance, you can help point that out to people and and sniff out some things that perhaps they don't need and maybe save them some money.
0: That's right. That's right. It's a big component of what we do uh, is is when we get those policies in front of us, we're not looking to sell. I mean, you know, we're we're looking to find ways to help that for a person you know save money you know uh, but at the same time if we see a gap maybe um we see that they're in a and i'll just use this as an example say that uh, we discover that a, a person has a building uh, and we discover that, that it's in a flood zone but we see that they don't have a flood policy well we're going to advise them you know it's your call but, uh, you know, you may want to consider that.
1: There's a gap there. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. So uh, our job is to, yes, uh, point out ways that you can uh, reduce your premium, um, look at your insurance points, advise, hey, listen, you've, you've got um, – well, this is another big way is uh, individuals will come to us and say, listen, my 16-year-old is getting ready to get her license. How can we offset that pr- big premium jump? So we'll step in and we'll say, okay, we'll offer, okay, here's some hot cars that you need to be aware of. And when I say hot, I mean, you know, where's stolen? The, the... stolen? Stolen? <laughs> yeah. They're mm-hmm.
2: less expensive. Yeah, yeah. right.
0: Uh, well, uh, where the parts and the theft are, 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 are the two factors there. Uh, parts are expensive and, it, and it's a high theft vehicle. So we step in and say, listen, you know, here are some cars you need to be aware of. And here's how assigning... That sixteen-year-old to that brand new Ferrari, or uh, a you know five or six-year-old Nissan yes. Pathfinder, you know exactly. So we, we kind of step in and 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 and, let, and clear that for them, uh, and then so
1: yeah. you, you made that mistake once, giving your sixteen-year-old a Ferrari. Didn't yeah, you? yeah, I did. I you, did. You only make that mistake once. It was, it was only four inches long, though. Oh. <laughs> you still lost it. <laughs> um, so. Brian, any other, you know, just taking a step back from insurance and just looking at the business startup process that you've been going through, any any advice or recommendations that you have for folks who are starting a business or, or going through a startup process, uh, any, any bruises that you can share or, or <laughs> things that you stepped in?
0: Uh, well, yes. When I first started as an agent, I – was hungry and I wanted to write everybody that came in the door. Everybody. So, you know, regardless of the personality, you know, uh, or if it was a fit, you know, um, listen, uh, I, I wanted to make money and and, and and be successful and win these trips and whatnot. Over time, I realized Everyone that walks through that door is not a client. Yeah. You have to be selective in, in, in the right way. And uh, I tell you, it just really took a, took a, a, a big learning curve trying to realize that. Uh, because, again, when folks come to you, consider it an interview process. You know, you're, you're doing information gathering. They're finding information about you. And you're trying to see if it would be a good fit for each other. So that's one piece of advice is really, you know, just, just, um, you know, think about that. Uh, And and number two, inspect what you expect. And I just mean, uh, as we've talked about, review your policies proactively, you know, and, and keep a mindful eye and ear open as you buy certain tools and equipment and change the name of your business keep the insurance on the forefront of your mind because you, you you again don't want to have that loss there. Um and and I always say this and I believe it we uh it's one of our mission statements uh or it's in our mission mission statement. If you always tell the truth, you never have to remember the lie. So it's it, it, told me that you you never want to operate in, in a manner of, of uh, unethical behavior because it uh, will come back to you. Uh, and, and so that's, to me, that's the most important part. Good advice. Good.
1: good advice. Well, we, we really appreciate you joining us today on, on the entrepreneur exchange. We, we like to do a quick lightning round. You up for it? I'm up for it. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Uh, this, this, uh, month's lightning round is sponsored by Globo Gym. Do you need to lose weight and get in shape? Don't go to Globo Gym That's not the place to go But if you already look good Go to Globo Gym You should check them out On the internet So we've got some Quick questions Quick answers for you Alright Question number one What is your biggest Pet peeve
0: Slow drivers Slow drivers And in the, in the, in we're trying To get somewhere
2: Right um,
1: I, I can I can relate to that Those and the people That don't use the blinkers Make me that, pretty that, That's right Right Oh so, right? so, yeah, yeah that, that irritates me um, Favorite vacation spot
0: my wife and I love going down to the North Carolina coast, down to uh, Nags Head and the Duck.
1: Outer Banks. Outer Banks area. Okay. Yeah. Beatles, Rolling Stones, or New Kids on the Block? Which is your favorite?
0: Rolling Stones.
1: Can't go wrong with the Rolling Stones. Any TV or movie recommendations for our listeners?
0: Uh, yes. Uh, we. My wife and I have really enjoyed watching 1883 and Yellowstone. Okay. So – uh well worth the watch there. I've
1: been, I've been watching 1883. I've not gotten into Yellowstone yet.
0: Terrific. Okay. One of Costner's best
1: works. Well, yeah. Better than Bull Durham? Come on. Oh. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, favorite ice cream flavor?
0: Chocolate. Can't That's, be beat.
1: Uh, it's a little, little. It's, it's better than vanilla, but still pretty plain there. Last question. If you had a superpower, what would it be?
0: Great question. Invisible.
1: Invisible?
0: I would love to be invisible.
1: Okay. All I'm right. I'm not going to ask what you would do invisible. <laughs> but uh, but uh, we'll, we'll accept that as your final answer. All right. Well, thank you for playing our lightning round. We, we appreciate it. Uh, Brian, if people want to look for you and your business, where, where can they find you online?
0: On Point, ins Okay
1: onpointinsconsulting.com. So check out uh, Brian Garrison. Check out uh, On Point Consulting, and uh, appreciate you being here today. Thank you, guys. No, no, thank you. So I always like to end our podcast uh, giving a little shout-out to some businesses that we've come across as unique. Uh, Brian, you have uh, anything you want to share with us today?
0: I thought that uh, it would be great to talk about uh, the Patriot axe throwing. Yeah. Uh, business, you know, what's better than throwing axes and drinking beer? What a great
2: way! To end <laughs> the podcast.
1: Sounds like sounds like a perfect customer for an insurance <laughs> person. <laughs> exactly. uh, yeah, what bad things could happen? <laughs> Screw the risk. Uh, yeah, That's right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That Believe sounds, it. sounds like a good customer. That's it. Brian, so.
2: That's
0: it. all right But uh, we've been a few times, and it's it's just a great. They do a lot of uh, corporate events there as well, and. um you alcohol
2: know, and axes, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you know, it's a that's, good concept.
0: Yeah, throwing axes and drinking beer late.
2: You yeah, know, all right. So they're they're located here in Hickory, are, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah vet,
1: veteran owned. Yeah. yeah, Patriot Axe Throwing. Yes. So check those out. All right. Located right across from the college. That's right. Yeah, you, you need will, a landmark. When we get frustrated, that's where we go. So, <laughs> Gary, what uh, what's your small business this month? Well, thanks, Jeff. I'm excited about this month's small business
2: spotlight because it's in my wheelhouse. Sweets and ice cream. Okay. Okay. My first business I want to highlight is Anthony Gallia's Carolina Crafted Candle Business in downtown Hickory. He started it four years ago, and it's doing very well. So well that he's opening a second store on Union Square called Carolina Crafted Creamery and Sweets. So now you know how I got there. And they sell ice cream cookies, cookie dough, and candy highlighted by their famous sour gummy bears which I love, too.
1: Hopefully they have chocolate for Brian's sake. I'm sure that they Hey, will. I can come up with
0: another ice cream.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> that they will. And he's going to be opening the new business uh, in March, so it looks very good to me. I also want to give a positive update on a conover business that highlighted a few shows ago, the chocolate possum. The chocolate possum? Yep. Our owner, uh, Mrs. Niehaus, says she hopes to have a new bakery open in Hickory in June. I mean, I just highlighted their... Conover business just a few months ago, as I just said. So we're very encouraged to have uh, a great business opening up. Anytime we can have hospitality business growing during the pandemic, yes. I think we're in
1: good shape. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So we've got Carolina Crafted Candle business. We've got Carolina Crafted Creamery and Sweets, and we've got Chocolate Possum. Can't beat it. You're, you're working it today. Three is a charm. Okay. Uh. I want to give a shout-out to a new business called Cards Talk. I, I, got, I had an opportunity recently to hear a pitch from Stephanie and Branded Prime about their startup, which is called Cards Talk. They're out of Asheville, North Carolina. They're working to revolutionize the greeting card industry. They work with uh, local artists to, to create unique cards that you can order online. Uh, Print yourself, or you can go to a store and pick them up. They also are working on some ideas on how uh, retailers can better utilize all the shelf space that they've got. If you've gone into your local drugstore or supermarket or, or Walmart, Target, you see rows and rows of cards. Sometimes they become obsolete because, you know, we... So that was, you know, I, I remembered Valentine's Day But not everybody does you know. Yeah. So you got those extra Valentine's cards You got to mark them down uh, So uh, they're doing some really cool And interesting work You can check them out At cardstalk.inc And you might think that Inc would be I-N-C But it's actually I-N-K I N K. So check them out As Joe Bob would say uh, Good one to check out if you've got a suggestion for our Entrepreneur Exchange Small Business of the Month, you can email them to us at, e-exchange at the mesh.tv. If we use your uh, recommendation, you get a, a pretty cool prize pack that we've got. And uh, we want to thank Brian Garrison for joining us today, Brian. We appreciate it. And uh, Thank you, guys. Thank you. We want to thank the Mesh Podcast Network for hosting us. There are a lot of cool things going on with the Mesh between popular culture, technology, comedy, sports, all sorts of things, Check out, go to themesh.tv. Check out all the podcasts going on there. Spring is coming. We uh, hope that wherever you are, you're enjoying some sunshine. And uh, uh, follow out and support our small businesses and startups. We'll talk to you guys next month. Take care.